Ready? Just a second. Okay, I'll call the meeting to order. And the uh, first item is to review the minutes from our last meeting. Um, <coughs> Sherry or Eliza, do you want to put that up on the screen or sure. for everybody to see? Maybe slowly scroll. <laughs> Thank you. Does anybody have any comments or corrections on last meeting's minutes? If there are no comments or corrections, uh, I need a motion to. Um, I move to accept the minutes. Thank you. <laughs> Do we have a second? I second the motion. Okay. All right. Then we will have a. Uh, the question to the vote, uh, all in favor, say aye. But if, I think on your, um, if we want, we can do a reaction and we can put a like a thumbs up for aye. All right. And if you don't like it, then do the person crying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have a thumbs down, so we have to do crying. So all in favor of approving uh, the motion, uh, thumbs up. Okay. So and, if I disagree uh, with something, do I actually have to cry? <laughs> you must, and I have to see the water coming out of your eyes. <laughs> or just kind of wah, wah, you can do it like right. that. Okay. All right. The eyes have it. The motion is adopted. Um, and uh, the minutes are good. All right. And then let's see. What do we have for? I'm trying to pull up this meeting's minutes. You want me to um, share the screen? Yeah, we can share the agenda too. Uh, election of a chair and vice chair is the next item. And um, wow, I, I guess I just uh, can open that for discussion. Uh, currently, I believe that I am the chair and uh, Marta is the vice chair. Uh, we can open up for discussion if anybody else is interested in the positions. Todd, uh, interested? Um, uh, <laughs> who's who's not here? They may be interested. <laughs> uh, Allison, no, Marta, no. I mean, Marta, we should maybe vote her in while she's not here, right? Right. <laughs> she 
expressed that we not let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she expressed that we not, she, she can't do that though. She's not here. Is she? <laughs> she did actually say her term is ending in a few months. And so she oh. said she, it would be, and, and which I think was her second appointment. So she's not eligible for reappointment. So she said it wouldn't make sense to elect her as chair or vice chair because her term will be ending. And, and again, I may have misunderstood when it's ending, but she made it clear that she would not be um, serving beyond a couple years. So, I mean, a couple okay. months. Did you have you heard anything from Allison? Because Allison's term must be just about up now. Yeah, her term ended and she was not interested in reappointments. We have a vacancy right now. So we currently only have four members, which okay. is the three of you and Marta. And then we'll be opening her position up once it is vacated. So so right now, okay. I would say it's the, the three of you in terms of eligibility for chair and vice chair. Okay. Well, um if one of you wants to be the chair, I'd be more than happy to uh, share with you all of the knowledge I've gained, I'll mostly sticky notes on what to say when. And of course, Sherry and Elisa are very good about walking you through it. Uh, I'm more than happy to stay on as a chair. Um, for the vice chair, all you have to do is do this work when I'm not here. And uh, we have four meetings a year, so it's not too onerous. We have a volunteer, <laughs> or we could just like roll a die if you prefer <laughs> that. <laughs> well, if you would uh, like, if you're would like to continue, I'd like to like move that you continue as chair. Okay, I but we need a, go ahead. <laughs> you agree? But we need a vice chair, so we need one of you to be second in command. I'm willing to do it. Um, and but before we move on, Chair, so Todd did make a motion for you to be chair, and I believe Kim seconded. So we'll want to vote on that, and then we can move on to vice chair. Okay, I was going to get a full slate. I didn't hear that he actually. <laughs> okay, I, I knew they had said something that they really wanted me to stay here, but okay, right. Okay, so we have a motion for me to be the chair, and we have a second. Um, can we all vote on that? All right, the ayes have it, so I will be the chair going forward. I, do we have a motion for the vice chair? I move that Todd be the vice chair. I will second that. Uh, all in favor, thumbs up. All in, not in favor, cry. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with laughing. All right, the, uh, the ayes have it, so Todd will be our vice chair. Okay, and uh, let me get back to our, then we have a, uh, our next order of business is to receive the bodywork uh, practitioner licensure report. Yes, we were late finishing that up, so I didn't get it added to the agenda, but I'll go ahead and share the screen and add that later. Okay. Let me just one moment. And so this is something I know last 
time we had talked about, we'd provided a report before, and I just want to just remind everyone, um, I know, Chair, you had wanted this in a better format and more data-driven, but as we stated previously in our current licensing system, we don't have great reporting. Um, as I stated, when somebody submits a license, every time they renew, it updates all that information. So if you review over six years, it's really hard to know what the status is in between there. And so we 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 tried to pull the information as best we could. And then Eliza can kind of go over the information in here. We will be mid-year implementing new a new system that's going to give us a lot more um, abilities to drill down on, um, on licenses so we can see what's happening kind of more real time. So essentially, if a license is currently active, um, it's, it's hard to know when to search per each year to say how many active licenses were there in 2020 if we're in 2022 already. Um, but here, so here's the information if you want to kind of go through it, Eliza. Yeah, we just kind of put it in a graph to make it a little more pleasing on the eye. Um, so in 2018, the beginning of the um, bodywork practitioner licensing program, we had um, 126 that we considered active. Um, and then in 2018, that number that we considered active was 172. And this is all based off of what was submitted and what was considered closed or expired, that withdrawn, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then you really kind of see more factual data when it comes to 2020, where we could track it a little better um, because the program um, moved out of that grandfathering phase and into you have to be in full compliance. And I'll also add that these are two-year licenses. So from that initial implementation, not a lot was happening in the first two years. So the blue line is what submitted. The green line is what was an, you know, licensed practitioners. So we added, so in 2019, the blue line is how many were submitted and how many were active. And then if uh, somebody were to leave, like say um, the uh, license is good for two years, if they were to leave after the first year, we wouldn't really know until they didn't resubmit after the second year, right? Well, if they notified us. <laughs> uh, unless they notified, yes, unless they notified you. Right, right. Okay. And so, Eliza, so it, as you can see in, um, is that 2020, I Eliza? So. Then the red is, so again, the blue is submitted. And then we get into the red, which are expired, closed, withdrawn. Right. So you can kind of start to see how many new ones and how many exited. <laughs> so, but the, the, the main, the primary number of who all is like actively working has increased a little bit, but it's kind of based on some people are leaving the industry and we're getting new people submitting. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see there. It looks like there's a bit of a growth trend now that things have kind of, you know, um, the system kind of got going. So in 2020, you kind of start to see that, you know, what's submitted, a, a, a bit of them end up you know, staying and uh, we have a bit of growth and that the closed expired, you know, so I, I expect over time, we'll, it'll kind of average out on the submitted and closed. But yeah, thank you for the graph. Is there a second page or is this us? That is it. Okay. That's, yeah. 
that's primarily the information that we can pull at this time, unless there's something specific you want to see. But I think the general, we felt the general conversation was just getting to see trends of are people keeping their licensure? Are we growing the industry? Mm -hmm. And so um, this is, this is what we have. Or I think the other question would be is, uh, is licensing hampering the industry, which I would say it doesn't appear to be right. Since closed expired are, are declining and uh, active are increasing. But, um, yeah, I would agree. Or, or Kimberly, if you have any other questions or comments, jump in. Looks good. Thank you. Okay. Um, I think those are all of our agenda items. Is that correct? Yes. Unless you have any new business to discuss. And then I did want to follow up on something from the um, previous minutes, but I can wait until you all have your conversation about if there's any new business. Um, I, I thought we had asked, um, for a, um, a report from the law enforcement agency, um, maybe on a, a yearly basis. Um, at the beginning of the year, it might not be bad to have it from the previous year. What do you think about that? That was the item I was going to follow up on. So we reached out and um, and if you have more specific information you want from them, but um, they didn't feel at this time, they really had much to report on because with the implementation of licensure in the program, there's really not much police involvement at this time and hasn't been. So, um, you know, that, that is a, that's a good report, just knowing that. That we're, we're really not seeing much, you know. Yeah. So they said they'd be happy to come. They do have some staffing issues, but, and if there was something to share or they felt would benefit you all, they're happy to come, but it's just, they wouldn't really have much information to report on. Yeah. Which um, I, I, I thought was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, like uh, Todd or Kimberly, if, if you can think of anything I, I know sometimes it's it's kind of we've kind of gone back and forth on wanting to see that report. Um, I think it's you know just data to see or an opportunity for the law enforcement to come back and talk to us if they have any follow-on questions or you know would like to have any discussions with us. But you know your view on that. I think it's just good that we can see the difference that. Um but was just previously um, mentioned that there hasn't been as much activity prior, you know, before and after having license being put into place. And that would be probably my, um, my uh, main thing is knowing what the difference is before and after. And then if there isn't a lot to report now, that's really good news um, moving forward. Um, I know that Wellspring is in Lawrence and it's, um, uh, a uh, body work school and so I would think we're going to see more license in the future mm. which is really good um, so um, I think for as far as Douglas County is concerned um, 
it would be different if it was statewide. But Douglas County, I think just having the license as a stopgap, that really makes people accountable for what they're bringing to the community for Lawrence as a whole, as far as wellness and safety is concerned. Okay. Uh, I my question. Well, when we're while we're talking about it, uh, my question is: What drives any? Um, what would cause the police to investigate something? I mean, do they? Does it take somebody saying, "Hey, you know, something weird's going on over there," like a citizen, or are they monitoring? Is it? You know, I know nobody. I know they're not like coming and checking people's licenses or anything, which thank, thank goodness, uh, that would be disruptive, I think. But um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just I, curious, I what, what would cause a, 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 yeah. the police to investigate something? So I, I think that uh, we've been, as we've been talking, I definitely know I've been kind of vague about it, but I think from the police, it would be nice to know how many calls they have. I mean, you know, there's got to be some uh, data instead of just saying, well, we haven't really had much activity. I mean, much activity, like if, if they had like, you know, I don't know, 500, you know, uh, calls that were related to, you know, drunk and disorderly, then, you know, five or six related to the body work board probably doesn't seem like much. But for us, it'd be nice to kind of have that data uh, if they could get it to us. So like the calls or the type of calls. And uh, I think what we need is we need for them to tell us what data is available, much like you have a report, um, Sherry, that you've been able to share with us. I guess we'd kind of like to see a report that that they could give us so that we could just kind of see the numbers a little bit more. Does that make sense? We can certainly reach out to them again and kind of have this conversation. Again, I don't know in terms of police records and investigations, what can and can't be shared, that type of information. So, um, but I could certainly ask them to come and just sort, you know, this was something that the police want, you know, had asked for to help them with human trafficking and other issues. And so I, I think it's, I think it's, you know, more than, fair to see if they can come and just have a conversation about where those things stand in the community and how they feel that this has impacted those issues. So we right. can certainly reach out to them and right. try to get that scheduled. Right. And and so just like if they had like a number of calls or the type of calls, you know, or the activity of the incidents, if they could in any way kind of, um, but it, yeah, I know if it's a really small number, sometimes you're not allowed to share the data. Um, so that people have confidentiality. But if it's possible, it might be good for us too to hear that so that we understand uh, what's going on in the community or um, it, it might mean something different to the body work board than it means to law enforcement. I mean, we might be able to see a trend or understand what something is in a different way than, than they might. So I, I think it might be good to have that data or information, if they can. Yes, I'll reach out to Chief Lockhart and see if we can get um, some information. Okay, thank you. Any other um, comments or discussions on that? 
Okay, any new business? No? Okay. Um, Sherry and Elisa, do you have any new business? I don't think we have anything else to report on on this time. I mean, the program is going well and, you know, nothing uh, new and exciting to report, which I think is a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. It is. Yes. Oh, I, I guess the other thing is then uh, the mayor is the one who is uh, works on getting uh, replacements for the board. Is that correct? Yes, that's we, right. We can suggest people to contact. So if, if uh, you know, um, if anybody knows anybody, go ahead and have them call the call in. And I think there's a form online if you know anybody. <laughs> Looks great on the resume. Doesn't pay a whole lot, you know, volunteer, but <laughs> part of the community. All right. So I guess um, if I could have a motion to adjourn the meeting. I move, I move to adjourn the meeting. And a second? I second. Okay, we have a motion and a second to adjourn the meeting. All in favor? <laughs> Opposed? The motion carries. Uh, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you all. Bye. Thank you. Bye. No worries.